You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. On the Bechdel cast, the questions asked if movies have women in them. Are all their discussions just boyfriends and husbands, or do they have individualism? The patriarchy's effing vast. Start changing it with the Bechdel cast. Hi, Bechdel cast listeners. It's me, Caitlin. And me, Jamie. And we're here to just remind you about our new Patreon page. Just a little nudge nudge. Uh, we explained it in the last episode, but... We have a new Patreon page. Basically, the deal is it's $5 a month. You'll get two bonus episodes of the Bechdel cast every month. Could be live episodes. Could be a new released movie, because usually we do older movies. But what if we did brand new movies? Yeah, and then we'll, we'll do commentary for some of our favorite movies. And the whole idea is we want to get you guys extra stuff. And we also uh, always need help sort of covering the production costs for the show and hope to be touring and doing festivals as time goes on so you'd be doing us a big favor it's a win-win yeah we'll give you stuff in return you Patreon. win we win patreon.com slash bechtelcast yeah and you can also access it through our website if you go to bechtelcast.com backslash support you can click on the patreon button it'll take you right to the page you can subscribe you can give us the money that you want to give us and that we want to receive. <laughs> Get five nipples forever. Be a patron today. Yay! The Bechdel Cast. Hi, welcome to the Bechdel Cast. My name's Jamie. My name's Caitlin. And this is our Bechdel Cast. It's about movies. It's about women. It's about women in movies. Do they do good? Do they do bad? It, let's find out. It's a Oof. bit of everything. I failed in the middle. I failed <laughs> in the middle of the sentence. We are yeah. recording in New York City right now. New York City. Hey, alternative location. Yeah. Pretty cool. Which means Aristotle isn't with us. Uh, he, he passed, passed away. away. <laughs> Ooh, fun. Uh, no, Aristotle, Aristotle is, is alive and well. But uh, yeah, we're, we're both here in New York. We're going to mm. be recording our live episode uh, later tonight. But here yeah. we're, with, we're with her friends, with some pals. We're, we're among friends. Quick update. I don't have uh, Mike's hard. That's on me. But I will procure one, I think, for the live episode. I mean, that's my plan. Yeah, like you'll have time. An hour and a half to find it. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll figure it out really quick. I was in Boston last night, and I met this person, probably the, the worst person I've ever met, but his name was Kevin. My friend and I were trying to find somewhere quiet to catch up, and this Kevin just came out of nowhere and was like, I didn't get into Harvard Business School. He cried, and then I asked him if he knew what the Bechdel test was, and he asked if that was a standardized test because he, <laughs> he, he was in the Harvard Business School zone. So anyways, I got to see a man really at his lowest last night, and it felt like a really good way to come in here. Yeah, uh, that's encouraging. No, I get exactly what you mean. And if you are like Kevin and you don't know what the Bechdel test is, we're here to tell you. It's a test oh, that you apply segue. to... Thank you. You can edit out that whole story. I just told that. No, I'm keeping it. If you don't know what the Bechdel test is, it's a test that you apply to movies or TV shows or anything with a story. It requires that two women in the story talk to each other. They also have to have names, and their conversation has to be about something other than a man. Hell yeah. 
and we've explained it on every episode of our podcast. So we should, yeah, I suppose there's a couple we missed, but people yell at us when we don't say the right things at the right times, and I remember, and it hurts my feelings. Uh, I forgot to talk about cat facts last time, so I forgot to talk about Alfred Molina, which is like I don't, I barely believe that, but it's possible. (laughs) In any case, we have a guest. As we always do. Yeah, we have a guest. Uh, <laughs> so our guest today, he's a delight. He lives in the. Actually, it totally makes sense that you love this movie because this is such a loud, obnoxious Long Island style movie. Uh, he, what am I allowed to talk to defend he, myself? I, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> okay, he's got a podcast. It's called TV Casualty. It's on what network? Brain Machine Network. Brain Machine. Shout out to Leif. It's Micah Brisey. Hi. Hi. I think we should address this. We're sitting beside each other. I. It feels and weird. And it's weird. I don't want to make eye contact with Mike. I'd rather kill myself. <laughs> but he's so, right there. So happy to be here. <laughs> this is, We're doing a bad job as hosts. Uh, and I'm being except, an exceptional guest, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about the movie, which okay. is Beetlejuice. And you picked this movie. Why did you pick this movie? What's your history with it? How many times have you seen it? Uh, Let's see. I've probably seen this movie 200 times. Like, a lot. Wow. It was like a a big movie of my childhood. I liked it a lot. I would rent it from the library pretty often. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you were, like, watching Beetlejuice in Long Island. Just sitting. Constantly. Just sitting on the couch in my parents' house. Just loving Beetlejuice. Eating a bunch of Doritos. Really having a good time. How old were you? A young Winona Ryder. Mm. Oh, I. Of course. Every day. Of course. Every day is a day that I am trying hard not to get the Winona Forever tattoo that Johnny <laughs> Depp had. Every day of my life. Uh, I have a friend named Sammy who has that tattoo. Oh God. Yeah. Is it Winona or Wino? Uh, Winona. Oh, because Johnny has Wino forever. Yeah, he's changed. Yeah, which also like a... doesn't bode well with his current persona. Like it's just you can't win <laughs> yeah. with that tattoo. No. Also, he's a coward for getting it removed. Just live with it. Yeah, I or mean, cover it up. What is forever? That's true. Time is a construct. <sighs> so. Yeah, that's true. You're right. But yeah, I probably first time I probably saw it, I was probably like six or seven. Because I was like, this is a kid's movie. <laughs> it seems fun. And then the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't know. It looks like like you'd think. Yeah, you'd think, but it's not. That's kind of the Tim Burton thing, where like everything looks like a kids' movie, but it also makes you feel very uncomfortable for a while. Right. As like like Edward Scissorhands made me feel very uncomfortable as a child until I realized what it was. I was very horny for Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Um. Well, I I don't share that sentiment, but I liked that movie a lot for at least some span of time. I haven't seen it in a while. It's a crier. It's a sad one. You're gonna feel things. You're gonna be. Uh, you're gonna feel compassionate. You're gonna relate with a white man. It's gonna be confusing. <sighs> Edward Scissorhands, very hot. Well, that movie. It's a dry. That shampoo. movie and I think Beetlejuice also and probably a lot of Tim Burton movies hot take don't make any sense. Kind of hot. No. Yeah. Be- I what? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into it. I don't <laughs> like Beetlejuice the movie Beetlejuice, very much. Feminist icon. <laughs> Feminist. Okay. <laughs> Feminist icon Beetlejuice. (laughs) And one of my problems, one of my several problems with the movie Beetlejuice is that he's so grotesque to look at that I can't. He's too hot. He's I got like green scabs all over his forehead. It's yeah, that's great. Kind of gross. <laughs> now you know what that kind of makes sense why Jamie likes him. He's, he's covered in scabs. <laughs> yeah, he's covered in scabs. He has one suit that <laughs> has pinstripes. Uh, he eats bugs. <laughs> He's a disgusting pervert. There, mm-hmm. he has no respect for women. This is like my kind of guy. Yeah, but mostly really it's type. mostly the scabs. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly the scabs and the like pancake face facial makeup. Well, when did you first see it? I would guess like early teens. I've seen it maybe four or five times. Yeah, yeah. And I like I I don't know why it seems like the kind of movie that I would like really really get into. But I think I I avoided it after a while because I didn't want to get looped in with the hot topic kids i wanted to be a hot topic kid but i like unlike other cliques that i tried to ingratiate myself into aka the anime kids who rejected me heartily no the juggalos who rejected me heartily <laughs> but they're a family they're not for me not if you have a back brace and you can't play haggy sack that doesn't sound like <laughs> the juggalos i know 
the juggle as I know, like you had to be able to play hacky sack. If you were physically not able to play hacky sack, that's the one thing that would mean you can't be a juggalo. I've seen so many pictures of juggalos who definitely couldn't play hacky sack. These ones they're could. very accepting. They're very accepting people. They really are. Like, there's a. They did like a march for equality. Re- Anyways, the- <laughs> there's a documentary about uh, feminism at the gathering of the juggalos. It's, it's like a 20 minute piece. I didn't know what a juggalo was until I was like 28. Oh. I was like, what? Whoa. There's what? That's wild. Yeah. So, yeah, when did you see Beale? I saw it. I remember it being on the TV when I was like probably six and only remembering the image of like that stripy worm like going mm. through the sand. Mm. And that was the only okay. thing I remember about it. And I don't think I saw it since then until a couple of days ago when I watched it to prep for this episode. So I, I like live my life thinking, yeah, I know about Beetlejuice. I've seen it and I know <laughs> the things about it. And it turns out I don't like I, I hadn't. And like I said, I don't like it that much. Uh, sorry, everyone. Unbelievable. But Unbelievable. I have reasons and they're good. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, I forgot about who is in Beetlejuice. I forgot, I totally forgot Alec Baldwin's in Beetlejuice. And he looked... The hottest he's ever been. Oh, my God. Yeah, That's peak Alec Baldwin. Tight. It's so... Everything's tight. He doesn't have the right color. He doesn't have that big gallon of milk head he has now yet. (laughs) 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 He looks like he's... Jawline he's, he's got is a out skinny head. Oh god, skinny head, it's, and and it, I love Gina Davis. Oh, out of control. She's good. And Winona didn't remember her being in it either. Oh, really? Didn't remember Catherine O'Hara being. Catherine in it. O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara kills it. And she's one of one of. I can't think of a movie that's worse for her being there. <gasps> oh wait, I that's you're, that's a compliment. Oh, okay, wait. I like she you're makes everything better. Opposite. No, she yes. makes everything better. She makes she's everything great. She's amazing. And then the guy who plays her husband in that movie is in my oh, yeah. favorite Tim Burton movie. I don't guy? remember the actor's name, but uh, he's in guy. Sleepy Hollow. Ooh. Which, what? That is my favorite I've Tim never Burton seen that movie. One. Oh, it's good. Yeah? You know, it's Johnny Depp being Johnny Depp, uh, which turns out is a piece of shit. But it's a great, <laughs> it's a fun little thing. He was the principal in Ferris Bueller. Oh, okay. I saw that movie just the other day. Jeffrey Jones is the actor's name. Boo. Was he? He's great. There was an actor who I believe was recent in the last couple of years, definitely arrested for some sort of uh, child pornography. Perverted crime. Yeah. A perverted crime. A perverted crime. We here at the Bechtel cast love perverted crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it was him, but I feel like it was him. Okay. Well, uh, what's his name again? Jeffrey Jones. Continue to talk. I need to know. Okay. Well, should I do the recap? Sure. Yeah. What's it about? Uh, well, my favorite movie, Beetlejuice, is about Beetlejuice <laughs> and how he's a... Feminist icon, Beetlejuice. Feminist icon. What if you had to say that three times? Oh, yeah. Feminist, Feminist icon, icon, Beetlejuice. Feminist icon, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Feminist icon, Beetlejuice. And then he does the cute little... Yeah. I love him. He's cute. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Beetlejuice centers around a married couple, Adam and Barbara Maitland, which if I were to marry Adam or Barbara Maitland, my name would be... Caitlin Maitland. <laughs> <laughs> so I might do that. Astute um, observation. Thank you so much. <laughs> so Adam is played by Alec Baldwin and Barbara is Gina Davis. And they're living in this house and they love their house. They built a model of the town in their attic and they're having a great time. And they uh, go out to the store and then they um, fall off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> they crash off of a bridge and die. Uh, and it takes them a while to figure out that they've died, but they, they're back in their house and they're like, wait a minute, what's this book? The handbook for the recently deceased? Wait At a least minute. they're still hot. They're still hot. They're, they're still not gross, so ugly, hot. scabby ghosts like Beetlejuice is. Okay. They're still cute. It's because he's the ghost with the most. He's uh, the, the, the most scab. The most scab on his face. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost with the most scab on his face. The most facial scabbing. <laughs> 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 So they start to piece together that they are dead and that they're ghosts. And this new family moves in. And that's Catherine uh, Catherine O'Hara. And confirmed the the sex offender. Oh, no. Catherine O'Hara and the sex offender coming to CBS. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's a sex offender. Oh, no. Confirmed. 2002. Oh, that's much. That's much. (laughs) Misbehaving. 
Bad. That's, <sighs> that's what I say to all sex offenders. Bad. No misbehaving. That's bad. Yeah. Slap on the wrist for you. Basically, that's what happened. <laughs> he had to go to Tolly guy. He had to go to counseling and then just be like, "Hi, I'm respected actor, you know, disgraced human, Jeffrey Jones. I'm a sex well, offender." Isn't that always the Has way? Has anyone actually ever come to your door and been like, "I'm a sex offender"? No, that's never happened to me. I feel like there were. I mean, for sure, there were a ton of sex offenders in my neighborhood, and like, who's checking to make sure that they? tell you i don't know right there should be like a caseworker who like goes I mean, along with them to like right confirm. but then you never like they're always alone well yeah. i don't know i never as, <laughs> as soon as we got the internet my mom was obsessed with uh <laughs> sex, sex offender like listings <laughs> to like oh, yeah. find out how close they were to the house <laughs> or how close they were to the school it's like grinder for <laughs> <laughs> well we got one at a point two miles away <laughs> let's see what's going on <laughs> Uh, the sex offender and Catherine O'Hara, their <laughs> characters have a daughter, and that's uh, Winona oh, Ryder, trouble. and she's she's got black. She's hair. not like the other girls. She's got she's black different. clothes. She's different. And they move in, and Adam and Barbara are like, "No, this is our house. Don't move in." And then, so they try to haunt them and right. scare them out because they can't leave the house. Right? Because they yeah, it, a, the, a rule is established device, for whatever no reasons yeah. that no they leaving. cannot leave their house. So. They try to scare the Dietzes who move in, and that doesn't work. So then they go to this, like, afterlife waiting room, which is... Fun the, scene. Always the, a fun scene. Love the waiting room Tiny so head. much. Love him. <laughs> Shout out to Tiny Head. Tiny Head my, has got it going on. My man. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Head. Broad um, shoulders on that tiny-headed guy. It's, I mean, it really brings out how tiny his head is. Yeah. <laughs> really. His shoulders really highlight the size of his head. So they go and they're like, hey, we need help. So they meet with this caseworker, Juno. And she's like, you guys got to be simple. Be a simple ghost. Do some simple hauntings. So then they try again to haunt them and scare them out of the house. And that doesn't work. And then they meet the daughter, Winona Ryder's character. She's diff- Here's the thing about her. She's different. She can she's, see the a she's a little bit different. Her name's Lydia. She's a goth. Yeah. She's a goth. She's, she's got insane bangs, and I hate them. Oh, come on. <laughs> they're pointy. They're fine. They're pointy bangs. They really are I pointy. Like po- they're very pointy. She looks sharp. Yeah. She's just a sharp-looking kid. There's a lot of, and- The whole movie has a lot of sharp-looking elements in it. Yeah, do you remember the scene where Beetlejuice is horny, and but then he's also sharp? The when when, oh, when yeah. Jenny Davis is holding him, and he has the spikes grow out of his body. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fun. And that's fun. <laughs> when you get horny, you just get very sharp. Yeah, that's literally. There's a lot horny. of sharp objects in this. Yeah, Beetlejuice is get, so horny. Yeah, but uh, like literally, he's covered him. in horns. He's covered. Yeah, and he's horny. Pointy little. Hor- do you see it? What he's I'm like, doing? No, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I thought you Let were... me explain further. Wait, break it down. Uh, so <laughs> um, then they meet Lydia and Lydia's like, wait, I can see you guys. And they're like, holy shit. So they like befriend Lydia, but they still hate Lydia's parents. So they're still trying to get them out. And then they they hear about Beetlejuice. Well, because the Catherine O'Hara is the stepmom who's who are always evil. Stepmoms are bad. Yeah. Uh, we've all, step parents in general are bad in movies. Right. In real life, uh, whoa! I don't, I don't have any step parents. I was like, calm down. Yeah, yeah. I, this is where I just rail against my dad's girlfriend for forty-five <laughs> minutes. Uh, Catherine O'Hara and her her interior designer friend mm-hmm. Otho. I love him. Are are going through the house and uh, talking about which parts they want to tear down. That's when, uh, so they're, yeah, they're like, we gotta call this Beetlegeist dude. Oh yeah. And then they figure out how to summon him when you have to call his name out three times. They figure it out, and then they go to his, like, little... He's, like, in hanging out in a cemetery. They have to, like, dig him up out of his grave. And Lots then... of pomp and circumstance with Beetlejuice <laughs> mm-hmm. coming out of the grave. He's yelling. He he looks like he stinks. He's, I love the commercial uh, he has for himself beforehand. His commercial so great. Oh, yeah. Great. The little song he sings at the end. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, sing it. I'm not going to sing the song. Oh, go ahead and sing the song. <laughs> oh. You're going to uh, want to sing the song, probably. Now, you know what? It is crazy that Michael Keaton is Batman the year after Beetlejuice. It's wild. Right. Right. Like, he's acting like the Joker this entire movie. They know a man who can anchor a series. They- <laughs> <laughs> That's what they know. When they see Keaton, they go, this is the face of our movie. This is, yeah. Even yeah. though Beetlejuice, the character, is in the movie Beetlejuice for 17 minutes. It's 
Yeah. Where's he's, Beetlejuice at for most of the... <laughs> he, he's not introduced on screen, like, in the flesh, if you will, in his scabby flesh, until 45 minutes into the movie. That's my main complaint. More Beetlejuice, please. Yeah. More feminist icon Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how little Beetlejuice is in the movie Beetlejuice. It's, it's like yeah. it's like they're like oh we got this movie Forrest Gump let's follow Jenny around for like a long time <laughs> honestly would have been a more interesting movie. she's out oh my there God. Oh, we're, co- we're coming for we're coming for Forrest coming Gump on this, on this. Oh. It, I'm serious though Jenny she was fucking a bunch of dudes what was, what was Forrest Gump doing he ran across History. the country Ugh. he met the History. president he played ping pong real good he uh, I've never seen Forrest Gump. Uh, uh, he fights in a war. He fights and in he a war. Boring. Baba and the whole thing. But if not for the movie Forrest Gump, we would not have Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, the restaurant. And I think that that is <laughs> that's true. The most important uh, that is contribution it's made away. to oh, to God, so, that the culture that we have. I could seriously go for some Bubba Gump right now. I'm always going to choose my favorite restaurant, Hooters, over anything else. Uh, Shout out to Hooters, uh, my former place of employment (laughs) as a delivery driver. (laughs) Shout out to Hooters. All right, let me finish the recap of Beetlejuice, and then we can do other things. So they they consult with Beetlejuice, and they find out that he's a pervert, like, within seconds. And they're like, oh, actually, we don't want to meet with this guy. But it's too late. He looks at Gina Davis's skirt, like, three seconds after they meet. The first thing he does is, like, he kisses her whenever he's just like, oh, he's another surprise kiss. We'll get into it, but... We have a, yeah, grand legacy of surprise kisses. I would say that kiss still is not worse than Brendan Fraser No, it's mommy. way worse. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yes, Brendan it is. Brendan Fraser and the Mummy is the worst surprise kiss we've ever talked about on this podcast. It's horrific. I think He's, that Beetlejuice <gasps> Brendan pushes Fraser it over the top. sick in the head in that movie. He lunged. Anyways. Uh, no. He, at least he's not covered in scabs. First of all, I would prefer Brendan Fraser to be covered in scabs for all of the mummies. No one's seen him for a while. He could be covered in scabs now. We just don't know. Oh, he's a, no, he's around. I keep track of him. He's around. What are, they, are they filming Blast from the Past too? No, Come they're on, do- that'd be fun. How about they make a Scarface, but it's not Scarface; it's Scabface. And it stars <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Yes, good idea, Jay. I will sign on. I will sign on as director. Would you like? Thank you so much. Uh, so anyway, they were like, well, fuck, we can't work with this Beetlejuice guy. He's a gross pervert. And then the family, the Dietzes, find out about the ghosts, uh, the Maitlands. And they're like, yes. oh, we're going to exploit them and like have it be a whole. We're going to have like a little museum and people can come and look at all the gro- ghosts. It almost becomes a roller coaster movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't. But then it doesn't. <laughs> and then. Missed roller coaster opportunity. Oh, Jesus. After that, after they find out and they want to exploit them, they invite all their friends up from New York City, and then they have the the dance oh, scene. Oh, the amazing dance the, the, scene! The, the oh, musical right. dance scene. Everyone in that party is dressed to the nines. It's always amazing to me, no matter what movie it happens in, where people dress up to go to someone else's house. It's just like, in what world would I? I mean, I, I mean, I'm if I invite you over to my house, I want you to a look. But you're the best. I came Jamie. over in a tuxedo. And <laughs> Mike, you you came like looking nice. You you know, you had like a top layer. Now you're in your your uh your your fun vegan punk layer and I did not there's uh, a lot come of, on this podcast to be disrespected story. like this. There's a story. <laughs> Every outfit tells a story. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it does. It's clothes. Is you your just sto- need them. Is your story woke up outside? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go overdose in the bathroom. I have to. I have to Somehow slept in a tree. I have to shut up. Um. So the next thing that happens in Beetlejuice is the the Dietzes are trying to exploit Adam and Barbara. Otho now has the book, the handbook for the recently deceased, and he like does this spell or something to like summon them. And yeah. so he summons Adam and Barbara, but they get all like weird and old and they start decaying and stuff. So they're like, crap, Exorcism. we need. Right. And then Lydia's like, oh shit, I need this Beetlejuice guy's help Oof. to fix everything. And in comes the big problem. Ooh, you mean when he forces a teenage girl to marry him? Okay. There... First of all, first he turns into a big snake, <laughs> which oh, is a yeah. different problem. Says, I've come for your daughter. <laughs> come for your daughter, Chuck, which is a yeah. beautiful line. And he says it to a pervert. Like, it's 
wild. Yeah. A yeah. fake pervert says it to a real pervert. <laughs> I know. That's just a little bit of movie magic. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's just something you can only get in the Burton verse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that the wedding scene is it's crazy how ev- like everything about it is a big old problem and it's still so much fun to where he's forcing a teenager to marry him is actively like kind of like shoving her around and being like you better marry me you better and then and then whenever Gina Davis tries to speak he puts a zipper on her mouth he puts oh, like a yeah. steel a metal plate yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's every frame a woman is in that scene is just like insane yeah Gina Davis is uh arc and that scene goes zipper on the mouth metal plate over the mouth sent to the desert attacked by a giant snake (laughs) it really ramps up quickly it's heightening baby yeah Yeah. rule of threes so then i mean beetlejuice is the rule of threes taken to the extreme feminist icon beetlejuice yes i'm sorry yes yes, 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 um so (laughs) the maitlands are like no we can't let him marry this teenage girl so they find a way to stop him very cool wedding dress on when on a ride, it's like all red. Um, yeah, maroon. Well, she's not like the other girls. Duh. <laughs> it matches his maroon suit. Duh. Yeah. And then they're like, "No, we don't marry each other." And they save Lydia from being married to a pervert. Uh, and then Beetlejuice—I forget what happens to him at the end. Oh, he, he goes gets, to the waiting room. He gets. Uh, oh yeah. Because th- they come back. Barbara comes back on the big sandworm snake, and it crashes through the ceiling and, and eats Beetlejuice and pushes a, them into yeah, hell. Yeah, 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 Talk yeah. about a feminist icon. The, the, the big snake. <laughs> feminist icon, big snake. <laughs> right. And then at the end, the, the Maitlands and the Dietzes learn to coexist. They just live in a ha- in the house all together as one big happy family. That's the weirdest part. The to that's, yeah. the, that's the weirdest part of the movie. But it ends with not, a commune. Not, not, a, not that a hundred and something year old dead man tries to marry a teenager or that a worm is a big plot point, <laughs> but that these people are like, yeah, we'll let these ghosts raise our child. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, how'd you do on the math test? Yeah. And then it's another big fun scene. Yeah. Right. And then she, yeah, when, when one of the writers is, is up, yeah, up on the wires <laughs> yeah. and dancing. That's great. So that's the story. Why don't they um, let Beetlejuice live with them? It's weird that he's the, the it's weird that he's the villain of the movie and he's barely in the movie and it's like you're never rooting for him and he's also, and he's also not the in title it. character and yeah, yeah it like it's part of why this movie is a bit confusing to me. No. I understand it 100%. <sighs> yeah. Well you're you're a sick pervert with a lot of problems. <laughs> Listen. It took me a while to peel all the scabs off of my face before <laughs> I got here. <laughs> And Let me just say we're usually not this mean to our guest, so sorry. I, no, I'd see no. This is you should see what I've been subjected to in this room. It would. <laughs> Whoa! I also Mike said that it looked like I w- I woke up in a tree. True. <laughs> okay, no, I said it looked like you slept in a tree. <laughs> and I woke up out of the tree. Yeah, you fell out of the tree I and then you woke out up. Of the tree. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> have I described Jamie's clothes as quote bought by the pound before? That was that I think about that like once a week. <laughs> I think about that. That's fine. It's it's fine. All right, let's talk about the portrayal of women I in don't the know. movie. Uh, what about in this room? <laughs> let's start with this room. I think Caitlin's great. Sh- oh, <laughs> fuck off. Thank you. But I'm not. You're wrong. (laughs) So the main female character is Barbara. And then we've also got Lydia and Delia is the the stepmother. Yeah. And then we have a few like secondary characters like Juno is the caseworker who has her throat slit open and smoke comes out of it. That's a fun detail. That's fun. fun. I love her and the football team together. Oh, yeah. That's great. She's oh yeah, like, when they keep calling our coach. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then Jane Butterfield is like the neighbor who's like trying to get them to sell the house. Oh yes, mm. yes, yes. And then as far as like juice. the ma- famous icon, famous Beetle- icon Beetle- Beetlejuice, who he's... is a female character. <laughs> <laughs> I would say he transcends gender. I would say that Beetlejuice is definitely genderless. <laughs> <laughs> genderless icon. Genderless. <laughs> Uh, no, in all seriousness, For he sure. is a man and he's a horny man. And mm-hmm. what does he... Beetlejuice's penis look like? Oh, God. I don't even. Striped, of course, I pictured striped like, snake. Uh, like, very oh. like painted white with scabs. a bunch of like green scabs all over it. <laughs> I have to change my underwear. <laughs> Description of a haunted scabby penis. Is it too much to say that I bet you he comes scabs? Oh! <laughs> Is that too much to say? No, that's the 
perfect no, amount of yes. things to say <laughs> in regards to coming scabs. So there's Beetlejuice. That would, and can you imagine the sound? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I hear it every wasp. day in my head. <laughs> it's like hitting open a beehive with a with a bat. <laughs> I, let's quit. <laughs> Beetlejuice is in the movie for like twenty minutes. He's usually uh, sexually assaulting a woman in some way. Uh, kind of his thing, yeah. Yeah. At very least, he's presented as a gross, horny dude. True, but we're not supposed to be rooting for him. No, which is a confusing thing about this movie. Yeah, right. while it's called Beetlejuice, right? <laughs> but he's like still, I would argue, like a beloved character, I, right? Like people are like, yeah, yeah Beetlejuice. Love, I, I, I'm already like, oh, I want to be Beetlejuice for Halloween. Yeah, all female reboot of Beetlejuice. There was the <laughs> Beetlejuice cartoon which came out yeah. where he was a much nicer character. Oh, good. And him and Lydia were like friends. Yeah, and Beetlejuice would sometimes, like, learn lessons. Yeah, yeah. He'd <laughs> be like, well, sometimes, I guess, you have to treat your scabs. <laughs> sometimes you have to sh- share your scabs with your friends. <laughs> <sighs> Let's not talk about scabs anymore. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about Beetlejuice coming scabs no! out of his scab. You're welcome. Listeners, I'm I love so it. sorry. I can't They're- apologize enough for what this discussion has become. I'm sorry I didn't to... say it sooner. Oh, excuse me. Uh, this is discourse this time. <laughs> this <laughs> is important. The discourse. listeners are here to be like, what does... Foliaris, we're calling on you. <laughs> no, we're not. We... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, Beetlejuice, you host. he sexually assaults Barbara. He does a surprise kiss. Right. Lots um, of... Skir- he's a skirt peeker. He's a, yeah. He peeks up everyone's skirt. There's like a part where he all he like kind of fondles Alec Baldwin and then he like turns around and then also grabs Barbara. So he's just mm-hmm. like fondling them both and yeah. it's uh he's not, just he's horny. He's extremely horny. He's a horny. At one point Juno builds a whorehouse. Right. Her words. Yeah. Uh, and then a very sharp Beetlejuice. <laughs> very, <laughs> pointy, very horny. Beetlejuice shimmies over to it. I forget, how does he get sharp? Gina Davis is just holding him because he's tiny. He's in like the model town that they have in the the attic. So she has him and he's tiny and then he just grows spikes and she drops him. He has like magic powers. Yeah, what is the. Because he can just like send her to the desert. I feel like there's a. wearing Alec Baldwin's clothes all of a sudden. That was. That's a fun part. There's a a lot of world building in this movie, but also not enough because I don't understand like what the limit of what he can do. Uh, I don't understand he's kind the of like rules a, of the I mean, world. He's kind of like a genie, right? Kind of. Except there's no but wishes, like, so it's not like a genie. And a bad a bad one. He has like to be summoned. Jafar. Jafar, when he becomes a genie at the end of Aladdin, like the return of Jafar, it would be I, like that. Yeah. Highly, highly uh, underrated sequel, The Return of Jafar. I think it's Look probably forward pretty to our bad. episode. <laughs> Look forward to our episode on the return of Feminist, Jafar. Feminist icon Jafar. <laughs> We're going to do I would return of Jafar. Jafar. Gay icon. I'll say it. I think most Disney villains, villains are gay icons. gay icons. Yeah, yeah. For Scar. Sure. Scar, gay Super icon. gay. Ursula, gay icon. Yeah. All, I mean, pretty much all of them. What's mm-hmm. his name from uh, Beauty and the Beast? Gaston. 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 Gay icon. Nah. He's like a fuckboy icon. Uh, he's still an icon. He's an icon. He's an icon to As long as he's an icon. To fuckboys. <laughs> but, um, he was just feminist icon. Yeah, I don't even know where to begin with this movie. This is like a weird one to discuss because Barbara is, I'd say, plays just as active as a role as Adam does. Yeah, but they're not what's, they're not like fun. I don't know. But they're the emotional, they're like the emotional connection to the movie. You want them to not turn into dust. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, I, I would argue, like dual protagonists. Yeah. There's like not one more than the other that sort of has... Like, the main focal point, I see, like, they play pretty equal parts. Although, I feel like Alec Baldwin's character is maybe a little bit more active, because he's the one who, like, figures out that you have to draw the door, and he's the one who's, like, doing more to try to read the book and try to figure out the situation. They're both doing, like, haunting stuff in equal parts. But I feel like, yeah, if you break it down, like, if we did, like, a dialogue breakdown for this one, for sure, Alec Baldwin would... Edge Jane Davis out, but then at the end we get the big feminist icon, Big Snake, uh, and, and so it really saves, yeah. saves the day. Uh, so that's that's good. Yeah, that's true because Adam just like gets in a little car and like drives it into Beetlejuice's foot, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and like explodes a little bit <laughs> yeah. and he jumps around. So many fun goofs. Uh, but yeah, it's true. Like so, Gina Davis's character kind of saves the day. She goes and yeah. she harnesses the feminist icon, Big Snake. 
that's what leads to Beetlejuice's demise. Yeah, I thought she was kind of like response, you know, responsible for right. the the big end. Uh, let's talk about Lydia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounded like I had a follow up thought, and I yeah. did, but then I decided not to say it. You got to say it now. I okay. So I was looking up because I, uh, once I was like watching clips of, I was like, oh, for sure, there's a million shitty like listicles about how Lydia is a feminist icon and there are they're all so funny like my favorite one I found one that was called nine times Lydia Dietz was a 90s feminist hero first of all this movie came out in 1988 yes you fucking idiot and (laughs) sorry for calling out this bustle writer but bustles like corporate feminism and I don't care Mm. so uh anyways they're like uh Lydia is a feminist because she's weird uh, Lydia is a feminist because uh, she doesn't wear primary colors. She's a little bit different. So I struggle with Lydia. Granted, when I was younger, I thought she was the coolest person ever. But I do like think that she's just like a weird Tim Burton jerk off like fantasy girl. And and she's act. I mean, like as a character, she's she's active and. Kind of. I can't even really think of an example of like what anything that she does that really influences the direction the story takes, or like. Well, she becomes like their connection to the yeah. living worlds. Mm-hmm. So she's sort of like their she's like a messenger, on, right? But I think she's mostly there to just be like. What's confusing? Uh, well, not that any of these characters feel like real people, except for feminist like on Beetlejuice, of course. <laughs> Who's <laughs> so sorry? We all know a Beetlejuice. <laughs> Apart from him, everyone's a very, like, Tim Burton-esque version of a person. Sure. But Lydia especially felt one-dimensional, and it's just like, oh, she's like a a teen, a struggling teen, and she's moody, but also suicidal all of a sudden, and it's (laughs) like, Yeah, all of a sudden wants to die. Yeah. Yeah, that weird thing where she's like, bring me, like, what are you talking about? She's a problem. Right. I mean, it's like a very weird depiction of like mental illness surge i don't like it's just it was bizarre that choice yeah i I don't i think she's just like she falls into that same bucket that we talk about over and over and over it's just like she's not like the other girls but she is because she's still conventionally attractive (laughs) so it's just like a i don't know tim burton's version of that very boring constant in movies yeah. She's different. She's like the equivalent of Julia Roberts fixing a car in my best friend's wedding. Like, oh. It, uh, or any woman runaway bride. And, or runaway bride. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I still think that she has the best hair in the entire world. And I love her outfits. <laughs> and I still 100% want to be her. Mm-hmm. But it also feels like a trick. What is, Thoughts? Yeah. I feel like the only, icon, the only big part of like <laughs> feminist icon Michael Brucey here. Mike uh, literally texted me several hours ago and requested that (laughs) (laughs) i i I asked to be called it the entire time but i'll take it this right Uh, well there you go but uh i think the only part where where lydia's character is like really part of the storyline is right at the end when they're like about to die and beetlejuice is there and uh adam and barbara both like we have to save this little girl and it's also like well she's not that little uh oh yeah it was like weird weird that they like (laughs) that they like I don't know, categorize her as, like, this little girl. It's like, well, she's, like, a teenager, and... But I don't know. But it was, yeah, her character is very... Like, the more I thought about it, I was more like, she is just always like, watch out! They're coming! And she's just, like, there to tell Adam and Barbara that her parents are walking up the stairs. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) she totally... Like, that's kind of what her character does. She could be written out of this movie except for the last beat where like she becomes relevant to the plot only when she's being forced to marry a corpse like which i found it interesting that she didn't try to like put up more of a fight that like because he was just like we're getting married and she's like okay well i think he like cast some weird spell like she was like trying to say no and like maybe say his name and he like cast that weird spell on her and then he was talking through it yeah 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. But then she just. But then she just stood there. Yeah. Yeah. There's in that whole scene. It's kind of jarring to watch because there's so many like people taking two steps and then being like, "Hey, don't do that." I'm like, "Keep walking. What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. Like, stop the wedding. But they stand in place and then Beetlejuice is like, 
I'm going to put a steel plate on your mouth. Like, there's, there's, there was all time. Some, yeah, all someone has to do is say, Beetlejuice, 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 which is People kind of cannot do it. Can I but get like, it out? But, like, they can't, like, it takes them decades to they're, do it. <gasps> Beetlejuice! <laughs> the there's one! Okay, let's try it one, two more times! Beetlejuice! <laughs> and, then, and then he gets them. He gets them with his weird magic yeah. powers that we don't know the rules of. No, we sure don't. The <laughs> scene where he makes Lydia try to guess his name. So is long. out of control because so he immediately shows her he's like all right i'll show you let's play charades and then he shows her a beetle and she goes beetle and then he shows her orange juice and she goes breakfast, breakfast? You know, breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> like i would immediately be like bug <laughs> like i wouldn't go to exactly what kind of bug it was right but then not know what and great product placement too minute minute made you gotta yeah. listen who else is gonna pay for those big spikes <laughs> and snakes <laughs> other than minute made orange juice Who's going to make Beetlejuice pointy? You yeah. got to ask the big business questions. <laughs> pointy, yeah, that like, movie is definitely in the pocket of big orange of juice. Big or- uh, <laughs> Feminist.com big orange juice. Also, every time, <laughs> every time Beetlejuice is on the screen, there's a very gratuitous use of like fun sound effects. Like, there's a, yeah, like, <laughs> whoop, there's a literal boing at one point. <laughs> There's a boing in this movie. It also has like a high amount of Danny Elfman strings. Yeah. I love the Danny Elfman yeah, score, uh, though. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The, Spider-Man 2. And Men in Black. And Men in Black. Yeah. Wild. Back to and school. several others. Back to School is a really good one. I've never oh. seen that movie. Oh. I don't think it would fare very well on this podcast. Hey, most Nor movies don't. Most movies. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a good movie. I guess, like, the main points I have for the movie is that, like, it's weird that most of the time you see Beetlejuice on screen, he is sexually assaulting one of the female characters or forcing them. Well, the whole thing, so... Yeah, he, and then, very, and then like, in a stinker, like, he's yeah. just oh, very cute. And <laughs> yeah. everyone's like, yeah. oh, Beetlejuice. It's what he does. <laughs> he's gonna honk your boob. The he's movie, gonna come yeah. up and he's gonna honk you. And that's what Beetlejuice does. And everyone's like, that's not cool. And then he's like, nah, man, I'm going to do it. Well, it's all about complicitness in the Beetlejuice world. So the reason that he needs Lydia to marry him is that he's like, I'm kind of like a tourist. He basically needs like a green card. But it seems like he, well, we don't understand the rules of this world very well. The rules are, yeah, whatever needs Because he can be summoned and he can like live among these so what does he want exactly does he want to be able to like live among the living like what anyway sometimes it just sounds like i'm bored and i would rather not be here yeah i think he wants to get out and just like wreak havoc on the world look up more skirts yeah there's so many skirts out in the world i that's true lots of skirts to peek up for this old scab That's what my dad says before he leaves the house every morning. Hey, just remember, there's so many skirts to peek up out there for this old scam. Uh, oh, God. Anyway, yeah, so he's just like, oh, I got to marry this teenage girl. Why sure. doesn't he try to marry Barbara or someone? Interesting criticism. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's already hey, happy. Why, well, not no. why not? Why not? Catherine me? O'Hara is good. Why not Caitlyn? <laughs> why isn't he? Why isn't why he, he want to marry me? <laughs> I think well, when he first is brought out, he immediately asks Alec Baldwin if his marriage is going well. Uh, right. <laughs> to see if oh, he could yeah. marry. That's true. That's true. He's closing it. But the thing is, Beetlejuice, you know, he wants to lock it down. But listen, he's rude. I think Beetlejuice is Beetlejuice is the original pickup artist. I think (laughs) he started negging people. Feminist icon Beetlejuice. Feminist icon (laughs) mystery from the TV show Pickup Artist. uh, One of the feminist icons. Nine reasons nineties icon Beetlejuice is a is a feminist (laughs) pickup artist. (laughs) He uses uh, your voice to marry you. <laughs> yeah, he takes away your voice, voice and speaks for you. Yeah. He did not lip sync that very well either. Because like Michael Keaton has a lot of skills. I don't know if lip syncing is one of them. <sighs> He's amazing in this movie. He's so good. He's It's great. There's never... I feel like this movie could only work with Michael Keaton as the character. I feel like most other people are right. so... Like, he's so charming that you're like, oh, Beetlejuice, you scamp. But if it was, yeah. like, someone else, he'd be like, this guy needs to go to demon jail <laughs> or whatever. Oh, yeah, your test, the Steve Buscemi test. The Steve Buscemi it's, test. I don't know. I think he might be able to do it. <laughs> I think Steve Buscemi might be able to do this. I don't know. To play Beetlejuice? Yeah. 
Like, not, it wouldn't be the same, but I think you could have done it. Yeah. Alfred Molina could not do this part. I think a lot of Michael Keaton's lines were. Gina Davis's part. Yeah, that's true. If he wanted. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you, I still don't know who he is. Shut up. I swear, I don't know. Get out of here. I don't know who he is. I feel sick. You've seen Spider Man 2? Have I seen. I don't know if I've seen Spider Man 2. You have to have. You've seen Beetlejuice 200 times? I mean, 200 might be an exaggeration, but I've seen Beetlejuice a lot. Yeah. And I have seen Spider Man 2 probably zero times. It's a classic. I saw Spider Man 3. What? Weird. No, that's bad. That was a bad one. That's under the theaters. But the dance scene is really good. (laughs) I love the dance scene. And Tover Grace. Where's that guy? He's probably trying to find the rest of his name. Where's that guy? Where's Haley Joel Osment? There, uh, I actually, I know. <laughs> a couple of days ago, tabs. a couple of days ago, Haley Joel Osment was near a herd of cattle, and it's like, where are you? Can I come? I was also Guess. near a herd of cattle recently. I was in Pennsylvania visiting my mom, mm-hmm. and there's, I saw llamas, I saw cows, I saw horses just in fields Did roaming you around. Haley Joel Osment. I didn't. We were not at the same cow field. Unreal. I guess. <laughs> What's the point? I know. Hey, let's talk about whether this movie passes the Bechtel test. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as in, yeah, let's talk about it, or yeah, as in, yeah, it does. I think it does. I think it does, too. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. I was really keeping an eye out. I was like, I picked this, and I really hope it does. Everything's riding on this. Yeah. yeah. And it, <laughs> it does. does. Uh, and, in fact, right away, like, the Jane yeah. Butterfield character comes up to the house, and mm-hmm. she's like, I found a family who wants to buy this from you, and da-da-da. And she's like, go away, Jane. Right. There's um, a lot of, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of, like, it passes a lot of times mm-hmm. for yeah. a movie that has <laughs> prominent scab man skirt peaking. <laughs> <laughs> Whose main character teenager like is an undead sexual assailant. Just to prove that it, it is a flawed system. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it passes many times. Yeah. yeah. Like every time Barbara and Juno talk. Yeah. Right. It's like they're just talking about like you gotta be better at being dead. <laughs> like whatever she talks about with a weird throat. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I if you look up that actress young Total hottie. Ooh. Yeah. I want to know. I wonder what the woman who works behind, like, the woman who plays the, the receptionist in. Oh. in the, sh- the one who's like, too bad I slit my wrist. Yeah, yeah, my that. little accident. And she, like, shows off her. <laughs> and everyone goes, I want to know who. Yeah, I should have looked up who that is because I was like, you're, you're like, fun. You're a, I bet you. star. Yeah. Oh, and then there's the lady who's, like, sawed in half. You see her torso sitting. And then yeah. next to her is, is her leg. Yeah, and Beetlejuice tries to grab her leg and then her top half slaps him. Yeah. So Good he's not her. doing great. Yeah, yeah, but she's he she's she's learn. one of the only women who stuck up for herself in this movie. Yeah, against Beetlejuice. That's true. Until it, uh, he gets eaten by uh, feminist icon Big Snake. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to just see like two feminist icons in the same scene together, and one gets eaten by the <laughs> other. <laughs> also, scenes where Lydia talks to her stepmom, and mm-hmm. scenes where Barbara talks, talks to, to Lydia. Lydia. A lot of times, like there are men in the room when that happens, but. But There's, like, isolated conversations between two women that pass. It yeah. passes handily. I feel like if you had a dialogue breakdown, it, it, I think there might in this movie it might be that women talk more than men because I feel like there's more prominent female characters in the in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. the, the male characters that, like, have a bunch of lines are Alec Baldwin, the dad, and Otho, and Beetlejuice probably is behind all of them because he's barely there. Yeah. And then it's, like, because then you have, like... Big like big monologues from Juno. You have the lady in the reception, and then you have like Barbara and Catherine O'Hara and uh, Lydia, like all. Yeah. And then you have like all the people from the party, but none of them really talk. No, they all just just, kind of like sit there. Yeah. And then Otho was mean to that woman that he brought for some reason. I like Otho (laughs) so much. We didn't really get to talk about Otho, but Otho rules. Yeah, I hated him as a kid. As a kid, because I was like, he's trying to ruin the house that these people love. And then now I'm like, yeah, he's like a funny character. He's fun. He's He's... a great dancer. Mm. There's a scene where Lydia's talking to her stepmom about ghosts, and then Delia is like... My agent Bernard is coming for the dinner party, not to be confused with <gasps> Bernard. Bernard <laughs> from Spider Man 2. Uh, I really got to watch this. Spider-Man There's a great, too. I'll describe it to you. There's this great <laughs> scene that James Franco's in in Spider Man 2 where it's, they're trying to replicate the magic between Batman and his butler, Michael Caine, but it's James Franco and his butler, Bernard. And. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bernard enters. It's the only line he has in the whole movie. He's out of focus. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, Sir, I... <laughs> You, your father you, only obsessed over his work. Right, yeah. And then James Franco says, Good night, Bernard. <laughs> Wait, who does James Franco play in Spider-Man? Harry. Spider-Man's best, best friend. friend. I, but it's complicated because he's Spider-Man. It Let's is. talk about Spider-Man. Anyways. Uh, yeah. What if Spider-Man started in It's Complicated? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Another Alec Baldwin joint. Oh, it's yeah. true. One of the only movies my father has ever talked to me about. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. It's a movie about divorce. What do you think? Oh, of course okay. he's going to be into it. Yeah, just a, yeah. when you get divorced, all you want to do is see other media about divorce. You know, you like to see yourself in the things you watch. That's true. Mm. So, it's complicated. So he, he only watches It's Complicated movie. and Blue Crush. <laughs> the, only, the surfer movie? The, the, yeah. The surfer movie. Is there a divorce in that movie? No, I think oh. he just likes surfing. Who oh. <laughs> does great? Uh, hey, let's rate the movie on our nipple scale. Okay. So we rate the movie on a scale of zero to five nipples based on its portrayal of women. So I'm going to give it, oh man, again, this is a tough one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just yeah. thinking back to all the discourse we had about scabby cum. Um, <laughs> My uh, daughter, scabby cum. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, her. That sounds like an old timey uh, like guy who's like a tonic salesman. He's like, "Scab E, come here <laughs> <laughs> to tell you about this new tonic I've made up." <laughs> it turns you come into scab. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I brought it up again. Um, He's a little bit on the nose as a salesman. So, <laughs> I'm gonna give it, I guess, two and a half nipples because there are a lot of pretty significant roles for women. They're all mostly playing a pretty active role in the story and the narrative to like move it forward. Mm -hmm. I'd say probably just as much as any of the male characters. It is concerning to me that pretty much any time Bill Juice is on screen, he is sexually assaulting the nearest female character. And while the other characters are like, oh, you're a pervert, he's gross, he's bad, us as a, as a society are like, he's Bill funny, Juice, he's funny, he's, he's funny. Cool. I like him. What does um, his penis look like? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much just us. But uh, now we've put that question no. out. The there's got to be erotic yeah. Beetlejuice Forums. fan fiction. Oh. oh my god, there's so okay. <laughs> look it up. Okay, so, yeah. So two and a half nipples, just because I'm not really sure what to make of this movie. And the nipples belong to the dog that they have to avoid crashing that, into. The dog that kills them. The dog yeah. that kills them. And they have to swerve to miss the dog, and they crash and go over a bridge. So that dog, which I'm guessing has eight nipples, because mm -hmm. if a dog is anything like a cat, it has eight nipples. This has been Cat Facts with Caitlin. <laughs> so two and a half nipples, and they belong to the, the shaggy dog. Uh, that and... dog killed them. He was on a board that was holding yeah. up the car, and then he, he jumped off. off. And that just proves my point that I've made over the years, that every dog is rude. I'm pretty sure that fall would not have killed. Those it was people. such a short fall. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was really... like 20 feet at yeah. most. It was like I've jumped off of things in the water that high. Yeah, and I'm still here. They could, yeah, they could have escaped that car. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't believe that they died. I just think they didn't want to live anymore. They just <laughs> immediately they hit the water and they immediately were like, well. We've resigned to this now. Guys, in this Beetlejuice erotic fanfiction I've been reading while you've been having this conversation, he's referred to as Beege. Beege? Beege's eyes bulge out of his head at the look of Lydia's corset. Oh, no. Oh, he fucks Lydia. Oh, I forget. Why yeah. he f I want him to fuck Big Snake. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to have sex snake with Snake fucks him. Yeah, Big yeah, yeah. 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 I want, yeah. Big Snake goes straight through Beetlejuice. <laughs> But Beetlejuice exploded the spikes, <laughs> <laughs> which is the way that he comes. Yeah, no, he turns into scabs. Scabs. Oh, okay. okay, I'm gonna give it. Whew, uh, sorry, that was like a very intense fanfic. We'll link it. Link in description. This disgusting <laughs> fanfiction. Just kidding. Okay, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I think I'm gonna give it two. Yeah, I'm gonna give it two nippies uh, for for all the reasons you described. But it's I don't like. I wish Gina Davis's character was more active. I think that minus the end, you could totally write out Winona Ryder out of this movie, and it would not make that much of a difference. There are a lot of female characters, but not all of them are important enough to the plot. Uh, Beetlejuice feminist icon, though, and that's important. <laughs> 
Uh, it's. I mean, at the end of the day, we got a feminist icon out of this movie, and what more could you ask for? Well, part Two of the, <laughs> <laughs> the. I mean, the movie. If you isolate the conflict, which is that they don't want these people in their house, they need Beetlejuice's help, but as soon as they get it, they don't want it anymore, and then right. it's like a matter of getting rid of. I don't know. Like it's all over the place. The, yeah, the story is. I think the problem with like maybe because the female characters aren't as like active as we'd like them to be is because mm-hmm. like the narrative is bananas and like not that well constructed. Yeah, you right. heard it here first. Whoa. From Caitlin oh, and her really realized. good opinions. <laughs> you have two degrees. <laughs> I have two degrees, and one of them is a master's in screenwriting from Boston University. Uh, fuck all of time. you who are like, show us your degree. I don't have to show you Produce anything. I'm a truther. I have nine degree. degrees. Uh, no, all, I don't believe you. All but of you them, should believe me. All of them are in film. Uh, mm-hmm. I got them from various universities mm-hmm. uh nine different ones to be exact mm-hmm. i went to college mm-hmm. so i'm gonna give this oof, it's hard from zero to five i feel like three is too generous but i want to yeah. say three because i feel like most of the male characters are in the movie are very passive like other than wanting to turn to buy the whole town and turn it into an amusement park and the, escape the confines of death. Yeah, but just like I mean, not like but like the father, he literally just like sits in a room for most of the of yeah. the movie. So like he's the like, con- don't disturb me. Yeah, the conflict is that like Delia wants to like redo the house, so it's like right. I that think it's kind true. of her she's pushing. Active. She's pushing the conflict more, way more than he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but other than that, it's like yeah, I think like Barbara and Adam are like very even they kind of like he is kind of like being like oh did you draw the door and then knock on it but she's like we got to read the book (laughs) like she's like pushing for them to do the stuff so it's like i I feel like it's pretty even and i feel like really the movie is a vehicle for tim burton painting people's faces with scabs (laughs) i feel like it's mostly that and mostly him building little tiny models of towns oh tiny head feminist icon tiny head (laughs) feminist icon feminist icon woman's legs (laughs) there's a lot of feminist icons in this movie headless woman of hollywood yeah Yeah, literally feminist icon football team (laughs) (laughs) there's so many football team yeah Oh, boy. and I oh I'm gonna I'm gonna oh yeah uh, give give your nippies. Uh, so I'm gonna say three because I because you never know and it's never said and I'm just gonna say that Big Snake is a woman. Whoa, I'm very just, easily could be. No one, you know what? You can't tell just by looking at him. Who are you giving your nipples to? I'm gonna put those three nipples on the on the big on snake. On the big snake. Uh, yeah. But give me that snake man. But two for eyes and then one in the middle of the head. <laughs> okay, yeah. like a cyclops. Yeah, a yeah, yeah, cyclops yeah, yeah. Nipple snake. Yeah. My like, my nipples are penises and they're Beetlejuice's. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we should end the episode there. Oh, wait, can, can my nipples be the the nipples of the woman in Total Recall that has three boobs? No. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> you know what? It's always great to ask. <laughs> yes, please ask Consent for permission. Critical. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, Mike, thank you so much for yeah, for being here. Thank you for, for having doing me. This. Uh, where can people find you online? Uh, I'm at Micah Brucey on uh, all the social media, and I have a website, MicahBrucey.com, that I have never updated. <laughs> so it's pointless. But is yeah, it made on Wix? It is made on Wix. I knew it. And it's free, and it tells you that it's made on Wix, because I'm not going <laughs> to pay money for it to not say that. I knew it. Of course. And uh, shout out to Leif, Leif! Yeah, hell for yeah, Leif. recording for us. What's the name of your podcast network again? The Brain Machine Network. Go to BrainMachineComedy.com. Hell yeah. You gotta check out BrainMachineComedy.com. Although Mike did suggest that it should be rebranded as Life's Little Podcast. I think it should be called Life's Little Podcast. (laughs) I'm all for it. You heard it here first. Thank you again for having us here. Thanks for being here. You can follow us at Bechtelcast on Twitter, on Instagram. You can check us out on Facebook. We've got a website. Website. Wow. Bechtelcast.com. Made on Wix? Not made on Wix. Square adults. That'll, that's it. That'll do. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Come scabs. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.